Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. (laughs) Welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast, where recording is in progress according to Zoom. Uh, I'm Sarah, founder of the Sisters Enchanted, and I'm joined by Anna, Anna. co-founder of the Sisters Enchanted. And we are, okay, so if you are stumbling upon us for the first time, I'm sorry for you. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) We have been bringing magic online since 2016 and um, the podcast for a couple of years now. And I got to tell you that we recently purchased and set up an extraordinary amount of tech equipment to up our podcast game and our podcast audio. Alas, alas, the only way we can make this episode work to get it done in time was to do it as it is right now on Zoom, where I am sitting in my kids sort of playroom homeschool area soon to be my son's bedroom with a poster behind me telling how to say the different names of snacks in German as if I know German or something I don't and Anna's laying in bed (laughs) yes and I was doing laundry so this is the only position you can get me in because the bed is covered in laundry that's one of those statements like you can take something out of the girl that you can't take the girl out of something like you can take the poor quality podcasting out of the girl but you can't take the girl out of the poor quality podcasting (laughs) hey man I'm just gonna say I and we had as you know the debacle of me even getting on here because apparently my camera kill switch was enabled which I didn't even know was a thing this was a really good story when Anna told it to me before I hit record. Yes, I didn't know it was a thing, and my and was ignoring my phone calls when I was trying to tell him again that my camera wasn't working, and then I kept trying to call him to tell him that my camera kill switch was on, but I'm going to ask him about troubleshooting a camera kill switch and how I'm going to camera He'll probably be like, oh, oh no. yeah, a kill switch. And I'm going to be like, yeah, you didn't know. Also, speaking of which, I was also just clearing out my promotional inbox, as one does. I do it throughout the day, just, like, tediously, like, just to clear out so I don't get, like, a 50 hundred of them. And there was a Texas Roadhouse one in my promotion. So I was like, there's not even a Texas Roadhouse around here. So today you've discovered you have a kill switch for your camera yes. and your computer, which I feel like is handy to know in advance because do you think if like, I hit it right now, my camera will shut off? I don't know. I don't know if you should find out though. Like, I think maybe you should wait till we're done. I but did have to consent to recording this. That's inter. Oh, that's a new zoom thing. Mm-hmm. When you hit record, I had a pop-up. Yeah. I consented to be recorded. That is a new zoom thing. So my, kid sometimes does if you have uh teenagers or kids in your life there's this lovely website called out school out school 
And we've been using it since pre-pandemic, but during the pandemic, it's like exploded with offerings. <laughs> I remember when we would try to find stuff before and it was always like things would fill up really fast and you really had to be on it to get something good. And then the pandemic happened and everybody was home and suddenly like everybody and their brother who had any tolerance for children was teaching a school class. <laughs> um, but so there's so many things in there, but Anywho, I digress. There, I just got an email from out school telling me that. I was going to say, was it Texas Roadhouse? No, I haven't been to it. When, <laughs> when I was in the last college I went to, there was a Texas Roadhouse next door to my, like, off the campus that I went to for school, which was like an offshoot campus, but satellite campus, that's the word. And there was a Texas Roadhouse next to it. We used to go and get cocktails they I do remember them having good cocktails yeah and they had like a bread situation if I'm recalling correctly I mean a lot of places have a bread situation a bread I feel situation. like they had a good bread situation like I think there was honey involved I'm unsure though now I'm unsure if that's accurate or if that's some other place that I'm dreaming of there is the restaurant here that has the bread with like the maple butter on top of it. Where is that? The chowder pot. Oh, I haven't been there in a long time. They've got like a maple. Yeah, they do. They honey do like butter a situation honey on the bread. Yeah, they so do. They have a. Bread. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just also perusing the interweb. And all of a sudden, there's so much good feedback from our last podcasty. Oh, you mean the Sagittarius Full Moon podcast, wherein we drank beer and I pretended to be you? Yeah, that one. That one. We should do an episode where you just pretend to be me and I just pretend to be you. <laughs> but we've <laughs> discovered that when I try to be you, I end up being Moira. Moira, yeah, from from Jets Creek. Creek. (laughs) Uh, I'm not drinking beer on this day. I'm on my second Americano of the day, though. I don't blame you. I am so tired. Yesterday, well, not yesterday, because this podcast podcasting is in the future. In the future, future, because we're unorganized and we're not ahead of schedule. Like by the time when this comes out, it will still sort of make sense that you're saying yesterday, but it'll be like three days out because we are never ahead of the game. No, no, never podcast responsibly. Never. We had our fifth birthday extravaganza over in our tarot throwdown community and. Oh, it was an extravaganza. It was, it was an ordeal. And I'm telling you that I am not right today. No, Christina. I'm not right. Got, Christina sustained an injury. Well, she, <laughs> that, okay, well that was I'm putting her personal business on the internet. Yeah, she danced too hard. Had to go to the chiropractor today, and if she's not better in a few days, she has to go get like an X-ray. And I did something to my shoulder. I have sustained some kind of shoulder injury, and I don't know if it's from the Kundalini yoga or. Okay. From the dancing it could be from or the, the recoil from the confetti cannon because the packaging said to beware of that <laughs> excuse me sarah why is your arm in a sling 
Oh, I'm sorry. I sustained an injury while shooting off a confetti cannon. It did say to beware of the recoil. Sorry. Okay, I fell into a metal bookshelf. <laughs> also, and nobody was like drunk. May like let this be known. Yeah. Oh no, Anna's internet's choppy. You keep chopping up. You're choppy. I did get a pop-up saying that my internet was unstable. <laughs> it's because of this conversation. Probably. No. But I woke up this morning with both arms asleep, like that numb asleep, which is usually normal for one of my arms because I too have a prolonged injury. It's waiting for you to land on a word. I know I couldn't find it. It was eluding me. I have an injury in my left arm that has been around for some time and it often goes numb. But this morning I woke up and I couldn't move either arm and I am just really tired. I will say that I am super proud of myself because uh oh what your internet it's choppy choppy chop 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 chop, my chop choppy. Well, not right now, but like thirty seconds ago, you were. Well, Kundalini yoga with Belinda, um, kicked my butt. Yeah, it totally kicked mine as well. I am well. pleased that I made the body is stronger than I remember it to be. Hmm. Your body is stronger than you remember. Maybe you should move your laptop to the end of your bed and get like four feet closer to your internet source. <laughs> source. <laughs> Don't you have one of those things in your room? One of those meshy yeah. meshers? I Maybe do. you should go stand next to the meshy mesher. And if I do that, I'm going to get up and move and everybody's going to see my dirty bench. <laughs> okay, well. I, I do it up here. You just ride it high, ride it high where no one can see you. Well, my thing is hot tip for anybody who wants to have an online business one you need to go you need to splurge on the business internet you just do because if you don't have business internet and there's more than one person trying to like be on zoom and then you got a kid or a spouse or a partner or like a dog or a cat who needs netflix to entertain them you're gonna have a problem number two mesh networks even if your place isn't that big you're gonna need the meshy thing well, now I'm sitting on the arm of a very hard chair that's very old because my chair is not a chair. It's a laundry chair. And I realized. <laughs> like, today, don't we all have a laundry chair? <laughs> yeah, this is like one of those oversized armchairs that could fit like a person and a half in it. And it's filled with the laundry. But I also realized that I had like two bins of clothes for Riker in the garage. Oh. and so, so now it's a Riker laundry chair yeah because I found a lot of clothes that he could potentially wear mm, don't you like when that happens that happened no, to me last year because I just bought some clothes to oh mm. so I don't like it but I kind of that's like the it. trouble with stashing clothes for the future with kids you gotta really keep tabs on that anyway let's talk about witches segue into witches which <laughs> There's no smooth segue into that other Staring than away, children. you're a witch, I'm a witch. That's the only segue. I would like to discuss on this day, like Disney witches. And though, 
why the idea of being a witch feels so kind of rebellious like basically why I've been obsessed with being a witch since I was a kid and grew up to now be a professional witch whatever that means but I think that there's something there and like people's perception of what witches is and there's a lot that made me think of this topic also like trying speaking of kids I guess trying to explain to my kids when there's like the wicked witch or the evil witch in a movie or a book and how it's like different but I was thinking like is it so different for example for example the uh the witch in Rapunzel who uh you know Rapunzel's mom is sickly with when she's got her and she's pregnant and like the only thing she can eat is what is it the radishes or something like some vegetable from the witch's garden so then she tells her husband, I must eat those. It's the only thing I can think of ever. And he's like, well, no, those are from the witch's garden. And then she's like, like, pay that no mind. I require that grub. So he's like, whatever, my beautiful wife, I will get that for you. So he goes over this fence. He gets that food, brings it back to her day in, day out. The baby's born. And who pops up at that that house? Their, their baby arrival ceremony the witch and she's like yo i've seen you stealing my vegetables this whole time and now your child's mine in return for you being rude pants and not asking and just taking things that aren't yours so then we think about this witch and while her reaction is big i mean granted taking rapunzel in exchange for some vegetables that does not balance out but like, I think she's just misunderstood. <laughs> As most witches are. Which is kind of my point. What gets me to this point is like, so these witches, yeah, but really, are they just women who were like, you know what? I'm so sick of this nonsense. And then they overreact. Perhaps. Okay. Well, we do actually, if you are a Sisters Enchanted, enchanted journey community member (laughs) there actually is a class on this something like this there is yes in and i it was a while a whilst ago now and there is a whole maiden mother crone unit and it's the maiden mother crone in mythology Mm -hmm. in arthurian legend which was a lot of fun and as well as in fairy tales and we're talking uh the word witches here and like fairy tale witches so you get that idea of like the actual witch that you see in fairy tales but i know in that class i refer to mother the rella very much has that kind of like crone-esque oh the mother and cinderella you chopped out a little bit there Yes, the mother in Cinderella. I'm sorry. Who's not a witch? She's just angry. No, I know, but she <laughs> kind of has that, you know, crone part of her life that she's entered into because her children are all mm-hmm. older, you know, and that she's the villain. And oftentimes the witches are the villain. And she's the villain in that story. And obviously, if you're thinking about like Grimm's tales and reading like the real story, <laughs> you're like, yeah. Ooh, I don't think any mother would really actually do these things. But you think about 
their side of the story Mm -hmm. you know and how she likely I guess do we know this likely had a first husband that did that passed right Mm -hmm. um got remarried in hopes to restabilize a home and things like that have another pass and then be left with another child to take care of which obviously we don't act that way in real life but you know like she's she goes to huge heavy in order to try to give her children like a better life yeah (laughs) so it's so it's like a really twisted roundabout way to get there but so she's obviously behaving as the villain but you would think about that like if you were I mean you're a mom and a lot of like the witch um like kind of the negative throw to the fairy tale witch is like well what would you do if you wanted something for your child would you try your best to get it you know, like what, at what, where would you stop? Well, so here's another person to consider. Uh, the mom in, or the stepmom in Snow White. Mm-hmm. Because she is Snow White's stepmom. And in the original version of that, I believe, she is still the stepmom not just the disney version to my if i'm recalling we recently read like all the versions of snow white and also the book snow white rose red i think it's called it's like a young adult like or like tween novel and it's actually quite good it's newer and you should totally read it everybody should i own a copy and i have on audible so <laughs> it's like that good um but so she in her case she uh, didn't like that there were these young, you know, the young girls who would have maybe some power or sway over people that she didn't have. And lest she acted out and cast them off. And I think that, and you know, she's, and then we have the Disney version where she goes and like, she turns into the the hag type figure and you know brings a comb and the apple and all the things to kill off snow white um but i think that that's another good example though of like the this witch archetype where it is the like the like the crazy lady you know the crazy Mm -hmm. lady who i think often is just misunderstood and really trying to remember when these stories were written was like not in our present time so in a time too where uh and and these stories were written by men also and um you know a time where a woman who was just trying to maintain a foothold in any place and written into being this like crazy person and then the disney stories came which retold them and made like we have in snow or in cinderella we have the fairy godmother so she is nice but she's not called a witch but she's a freaking witch like who she does all the same stuff all the witches do in the other movies just makes up appear out of thin air and then in even in sleeping beauty you've got the three fairies who just bippity boppity boo the house in order and then the only reason 
that Sleeping Beauties discovered is because they stopped using their magic for like one minute to like try to actually do something and mess everything up. Um, at least in the Disney version. But so, but see how they're not called witches though. They but like well now you have that whole they are. (laughs) You have that what there's those books out now that I can't I don't remember who wrote them. Um obviously you could give it a googly search um those ones that that uh like the the play wicked is based off of Mm, because yeah the the books now where they're rewriting the other side of that story like why how alphabet came to be yeah which is one of my favorite things to do when reading fairy tales or mythology um or lore of any kind is to like see who's being played as the villain Mm -hmm. and see um and my internet connection is unstable um (laughs) but to read the opposite side of that and to see what we like what it is that is being written like you just said a lot of stories and things like that originally were written um by ben and mm. when you relook at it from a different perspective or you check more than one like source, especially if you're doing mythology or something, it's really interesting what you can uncover and what the other side looks like and a different story out to you than what you thought you knew, like the Wizard of Oz and then going mm-hmm. and, and seeing Wicked or reading Wicked and being a part of that. And then it changes forever how like you look at that. Yeah. well another good um like layered example and this is if you're in the enchanted journey class definitely check out these lessons that Anna referred to earlier but the story of Hansel and Gretel and just how like just reading a fairy tale I think it's such a good prompt for shadow work and looking at our own lives and like where we're just where we are holding on to some stuff and maybe acting out in a way that is not our best self because in that story, we have a stepmom again, who, uh, out of fear of not having enough food wants, you know, she like convinces their, the girl's dad to leave them in the woods, which is a whole other question as to why he just does that. But anyway, right. so they leave <laughs> the kids out in the woods, right? The girls or, or, um, girl and the boy, and then they, uh, Hansel and Gretel, and then they find themselves at the witch's cottage and they and the witch is going to eat them obviously but like those kids also like how obviously you're going to fight for yourself to live but like that little girl comes up with this plan to push the witch in the oven and just like they don't even try to let her out on their way out they push her in there and close the door and leave her there (laughs) and then they take her gold go back to the, the stepmom who cast them out and the dad and they're like hey now we can pay for ourselves to live here and so we have this like the the witch in that story is painted as this like scary child eating person and you know we don't know anything about this witch other than she lives in a house that's obviously built to like maybe trick kids into coming in but we don't, we don't know, know her, her backstory story. yeah we don't know anything about her but what we do know is that that little girl in the story she knew enough to come up with a plan to put that witch in the oven and close the door behind her and then take the gold and bring it back to the very people who cast them out right well <laughs> like, did not go and say you know what 
Like I could see pushing that witch in the oven, but like take the gold and go start life anew. Right. <laughs> like, let's not go back to the people who cast you out and left you to die in the woods. Right. And so like, when we look at it though, there's so much going on. And that's what I think is, I know like just the perception of witches in society is so tied to what we see in pop culture and like Disney movies. Cause that's what people are exposed to. And then if you have young people in your life who are hearing these stories, reading them, watching these movies, and they're like trying to reconcile, well, Ma, what are you talking about when you say this versus what this movie is? And I think it's such a great invitation to explore and be like, well, you know, like we all have the shadow stuff within us. Like we all have the, that fight or flight. I just need to survive response. And also like how, what can we, how layered are these stories that we're just carrying with us as stories that are really impacting our view of people, you know? Right. Um, well, that just, I mean, what you were just talking about too, and I'm just for storytelling and hopefully my internet's not too chappy, chappy, chappy um, <laughs> before we wrap up, but like you are and Gretel too you can throw ties to that for like the lore behind like Baba Yaga and that like scary witch in the woods like don't go bother the scary witch in the woods you know like or don't hope you don't run into the scary witch in the woods um but a lot of that you know you can think about like like who you were saying like in history like old woman lives in woods by herself like don't go see her you know exactly and like a lot of the stories, you know, especially like with like Baba Yaga and stuff too, like it says like you, like if you come across her, come across her, she's going to like give you some, you know, riddles or trials. And a lot of times those aren't even like ones that are meant to be particular tricky, particularly tricky. They're usually ones that like make you be honest. Yeah. And it's because you can't be honest that that's when you lose. And it's interesting that, but then like, when you look at like more lore about her, you look at surface level lore that it's like scary and people are like, oh, scary. And I'm like, why scary? Like, let's, yeah. let's look at why scary, why, which would scary. And like, you were just talking about pop culture and there's like that. Chop, chop, chop. chop. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying able to speak slower so that the chop doesn't get to me um (laughs) that there's a couple of hellboy movies out of in the years not where i thought you were going with this no well there's a there's a depiction with my unstable internet of baba yaga in that movie and i was and you know it's her because like she's in the house with the chicken legs and stuff but it's such a horrible depiction of her that I was like I mean only if I guess if you're watching this on YouTube you can see my face but I was like I don't like that at all and it just made me so sad for like the lore and the story and yeah the fear that gets added behind you know a story like that um and we've talked about this before like the same thing that goes behind like stories of Medusa and stuff you know if even if you read children's mythology she's usually depicted as the scary one the villain why you know mm-hmm. and so i always feel badly and i'm like well let's let's layer let's pull back some onion layers here and say yeah. like why scary why yeah. it's a really cool thing to consider because we talk a lot about the word witch in our community and like 
we have our, our holistic witchery program opens for enrollment in a, in a few weeks or so. And we inevitably get like a lot of questions about being a witch, <laughs> like what that means exactly. And firstly, like we're always like, well, one, being a, a witch, that's not a religion. That's, that's a, it's like a, it's a way of being, it's a, it's a way of thinking about yourself, carrying yourself. You can look at it as an archetype. It's, it's like an identifier of, if you choose to identify in that way, but it's not anything you have to do in particular. And I think that it's so like, to me, like I could say that as like, even as a kid, I've just always been like, how do I be, how do I be that witch in that movie? <laughs> you know, like, how do I, who, how do I get to be that? And it's so fascinating because I think that it's fascinating for me when people and more people are, are like, Oh, the evil witch where then people like us, you know, who are like, Oh yeah, the evil witch. We, we think that's, that's like, like, let's learn more about that evil witch and more people are afraid, but I think that's so curious and really worth just thinking about, you know, like what, when you think about like your exposure to witches for most of us, that's going to be Disney witches, depending on your age, it's going to be Disney witches and then pop culture, witches of the nineties. Um, and then like the fairy tales, you know, uh, if there are people listening to this who've been in the pagan community for years and years and years, 20, 30 years, of course, you're, you know, you have that perception. Um, but the word witch specifically, like outside of being in a pagan community, the word witch specifically, that what comes to mind, Disney witches, fairy tales, the Wicked Witch of the West. Um, and it's so, it's just, and I love to actually like think about myself you know, like, what is that part of me that is like, I will, like, let's understand the misunderstood, which, yeah. like, what is it in me that wants to befriend that witch? Be like, I, I see you. I remember when we were little, one of Sarah's most prized possessions was this giant Disney snow globe. And it was and like she had to have it and it was prized it was prized yeah you cut out a little bit so I think you might not have heard it was the Disney villains snow globe yes and it was your prized possession it was I think I gave that to Christina Booth to give to somebody because I had it all these years and then I was like I have no place for this like one foot tall by like 10 inch wide snow globe in my house and I had to part ways with it <laughs> I it had was to such part a ways. Thing. yeah yeah I had this big old villain snow globe I like how you had to part ways with it but then in the last couple of years you bought that like giant witch's boot clock <laughs> and other <laughs> things that's different <laughs> that, that are probably just as big as that snow globe okay <laughs> well that's a witch's hat clock and oh. <laughs> I feel like it's less obtrusive in my living room than like a big Disney villain snow is globe. It, is it? <laughs> All right. Well, my my living room has like a low key witch theme to it. Like on the wall, I've got several dry, like old cinnamon brooms hanging up. And then I've got this like 
ceramic moon phase tile thing and then a wooden star with some fake flowers that a lovely community member sent us and then like a crescent moon wooden thing and then the witch hat clock but it's like it's all very subdued I feel like it's subdued Subdued. witch decor I think it's funny that me and you both I think buy a cinnamon broom like every year but we never get the old ones (laughs) I know there's two at the office two in my living room there's at least two in my kids like mud kitchen in the backyard because I just can't I don't know why like I just can't like this is a perfectly good little broom like why would I just get rid of it (laughs) I just keep collecting sometimes when you walk by it, the faint wafting of cinnamon spill <laughs> from five years gone. <laughs> what the memory of what once was. <laughs> it just floats by again. Well, here, us here with our laundry chairs and cinnamon broom collection. <laughs> I know. It is a weird thing that I uh, have. No, I on. do too. I've got like four of them. I, I did recently I bought those art prints where they're like sketches of witches but they're like super yes. spooky Halloween so yes it's the background is white and I can't remember the off the the um the guy's name who does Bill it Saffy. Bill Saffy and he it's so good he also designs the stickers for these candles that we love that mm-hmm. this company called house switch sells um and they smell amazing so anyway I ordered these art prints from Bill Saffy and they are super creepy Halloween, witch. they're I like, love white. Them. yeah, they're white and they're like sketched black, the illustrations. And one of them is like, um, a woman kind of looking to the side. And I think it's a bat is like lifting her ponytail up behind yeah. her. And then there's a, a one where the, her hair is like a spider. It's like growing these long legs out, but like the person's so like in a portrait looking very serious. They're super creepy Halloween and I can't decide if I should hang them in my living room or take them to the office. And people have told me to hang them at the office, but I don't like, I don't spend, you know, like this isn't an office job where I spend 45 hours a week at a desk in my office. You know, I'm home more than I am there. I will endeavor one day to buy me some of these as well, because they're glorious. I think they need like an oversized frame, like bigger than them and that they're spread out evenly and they become like an above sofa focal point but I think for you because your living room is kind of like play and I know I was kind of thinking my bedroom but I spend less time in my bedroom than I do any time in your bedroom (laughs) I know there's no good place to put them I just need to like carry them around in a basket to the different rooms I'm in and then look at them just lay them out Start skipping around in your your woven basket of (laughs) art prints. Maybe I can make a basket out of all my old cinnamon brooms. Maybe. No, see, I'm going to have to order some and I will get a big frame and evenly distribute them and put them above. I really don't have like, my house is small and there's not a lot of wall space or space in general. So I don't know where I'd put them. Mm, they're so good they need to have a life of their own I know because I could put them at the office I just we're not there that much to you know enjoy them they would have been great when you had first started creating like Scarlet's nursery remember you made it like carnival themed I did I was great 
so weird this is how weird we are I'm like they've been hung in the nursery you know my kids my first kid so we didn't make a nursery my house is really small so we only have two bedrooms in our house theoretically we turned our garage into a bedroom to make well into a living room which we then turned into a bedroom but we have a two-bedroom house it's very small and so with my first kid we did turn a bedroom into like a nursery my second like he's four and he still doesn't have anything to call his own <laughs> we're just we just finally were like okay he needs a bed in his own room he, there's bunk beds that they share but anyway they need space so but I was deep in reading the night circus and like completely obsessed when when I was uh pregnant with Scarlett and her whole room was like black white and gray nursery I made her a baby blanket and it's black and gray like stars and, so and stripes and then I I sewed some like colored um, hot air balloons on it and yeah, embroidered her name in red, but yeah, the whole thing was like black, white, and gray circus. Cause I was deep into the night circus when I was pregnant with her. I was like, all the so magic good. circuses. It would have been so good. And it would have fit her like perfectly because yeah, she's something. Yeah. I don't know. We have to find a spot for those. I should just start because they're still in their protective sleeves. I should throw some like masking tape on the back and start just putting them up places to see where I like them best. That would probably be a good idea. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. What part of it, what part of me sees myself in like the crazy lady who takes Rapunzel mm. <laughs> or like Maleficent? <laughs> like. <laughs> Like what part of me identifies with them? That's what I want to consider here. Anyway, the word witch, it is what you make of it. And there's something to think about though, is what is your exposure to the word and how does that inform who you are? And also where am I going to hang those pictures more importantly? Just realized the cat's been in here the whole time. I have to go. My kids have been watching TV so I could do this. My kid, I can tell my mother-in-law and my husband are all in the other room going, he's been crying so I can hear that I'm trying to make him not cry. Um, Well, speaking of being deep in things, and then we'll go, my kids are currently deep in the whole how to train your dragon, like universe with the various Netflix shows and the movies and the books, audible books, even busting through those, the whole thing. And I, I will say that I had a proud mama moment because both my kids are now have taken to thanking Thor for everything. Oh, thank Thor. Whenever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank Thor. (laughs) Oh, my Thor. (laughs) Oh, my Thor. I do that. Oh, I'm Thor. Oh, I'm Thor. (laughs) Scarlett and Adam have taken to being like, oh, thank Thor for everything. And I was like, how to train your dragon for the win here. So I know I just, um, Chad came in the room and he's like, "Oh, Riker's out watching Finding Nemo," and I was like, "Riker, like, oh, Grandma, Grandma's here. He gets me." And I was like, "Does he even watch movies?" <laughs> I don't know. I was one of those like no movie moms, and then life turned, and I was like, "You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't." Yeah. <laughs> Om Thor. Om Thor. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been real. Mm. If y'all like what we're throwing your way, I mean, you might not. That's Choppy okay. internet and all. Yeah. But if you do, be sure to subscribe, follow along. 
Uh, it sounds silly. It's really helpful for us though, who make a living by putting cool stuff that helps people on the internet. So if you could subscribe, follow all of those things, where whatever you do, wherever you are listening or watching this, uh, and you can head over to the sistersenchanted.com forward slash blog. We always have some extra notes there. If it's, if we're talking about the moons, there's tarot spread usually over on Facebook and YouTube on Fridays for the foreseeable future. Anna and one of our other astrology teachers and uh, program director here at the Sisters Enchanted, Sarah Milne, they're doing astrology forecast every Friday and that's live on Facebook and on YouTube. So you want to check that out. You can find us sister, Sisters Enchanted and yeah, I think that's it. If you are interested in diving into your witch self, go to holisticwitchery.com. That's H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C. Is that how you spell it? H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C. Holistic with an H. Holisticwitchery.com. And you can get on the wait list for our Holistic Witchery program. It opens for registration soon. And uh, yeah, that's it. Well, <laughs> until next time, we hope that you have and let's see if Anna's gonna join me. Hope that you have an enchanted the rest of your day. Uh -huh. <laughs> she chops out. Have an enchanted rest of your day ahead. I said that. <laughs>